Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor. This is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, and I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. Email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, today we continue Project 45 and land in the crazy wrestling year of 2001 as we look at the last ever WCW Monday Nitro. 2001 for me was a strange year. I was engaged to be married for the first time. I was working in security at the time of this show. Later on, I would work in both security and in radio. And then, of course, the big thing for the year later on, September the 11th. But WCW Monday Nitro, the Night of Champions, was shown on TNT on March the 26th, 2001, with a simulcast on TNN during the last segment. It was from Panama City Beach, Florida, and the show did a 3.0 rating on TNT. We start out with our WCW intro, and then hell freezes over as Vince McMahon is shown on WCW television. He says, imagine that. Him, Vince McMahon on WCW television. Hey, I just said that. He asked, how can that happen? He says it was just a matter of time before he bought his competition. He says, that's right, he owns WCW. He says, therefore, on its final broadcast tonight on TNT, he has the opportunity to address the WCW fans, the WCW superstars. He asks, what is the fate of WCW? He says, well, tonight on a special simulcast, we will find out because the fate of WCW is in his hands. We then get our Monday Nitro intro. Tony Schiavone welcomes us to a landmark night in the industry. He says he has seen it, and he still can't believe it. Scott Hudson and Tony Schiavone are the announcers for the evening. Scott wonders what Mr. McMahon is going to say. Tony says they are stunned and they are floored. They are going to be addressed by Mr. McMahon on the very last telecast of WCW Monday Nitro on TNT. Tony says it has been an emotional four or five days for all involved in world championship wrestling. This is the night of champions. Tony says tonight all five titles in WCW will be decided. Scott says Vince McMahon is going to address the troops in a simulcast. Scott wonders what does McMahon have to say to them and what's in store for WCW. Tony says the fate of WCW is in Vince McMahon's hands. Tony says it has been a surreal day in WCW, a historic day in sports entertainment. Scott says this is the last Nitro on the Turner Network, and they are going out with a bang. All the titles are on the line, including a unification match, United States versus World Title, Scott Steiner and Booker T. Later. Tony says that's all to come later. This is Spring Breakout 2001 as Ric Flair's music hits. Flair comes out in a suit holding a mic. Tony says who means more to WCW? Who means WCW any more than Ric Flair? He gets to the top of the ring steps and looks around, taking it all in. Scott says he is identified as the face of WCW more than any other. Flair gets in the ring and looks around. 
Flair says, did he happen to hear Vince McMahon say he was going to hold WCW in the palm of his hands? Is that what he said? Does that mean that you're going to hold Jack Briscoe, Dory Funk, Harley Race, the Road Warriors, Sting, Luger, the Steiners, Bagwell, Ric Flair, Steamboat? Does that mean you're going to hold us all in the palm of your hands? To coin a phrase, he doesn't think so. You know, at 12 o'clock today, someone very special to him said, do not go out on that show tonight, knowing it's the last time that you'll ever be on TNT or TBS, knowing it's the last time. She said to him, don't go out there and cry. Don't go out there and say you're sorry because he's not. He's been 14 times the world's champion and in his eyes, the greatest wrestling organization in the world, WCW. They, and he's talking about the Stings, Lugers, the Steiners, the Road Warriors. He's talking about his best friend, Arn Anderson and the Four Horsemen. They have been on par and equal to any wrestling organization in the world. As a matter of fact, they have run neck and neck with Vince McMahon for years. And just for trivia, Vince McMahon, you know that in 1981, when you were trying to become an announcer, your dad was on the board of directors and voted for Flair to be the world champion. He then woos. How about that? And ever since that day, he's been a limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing son of a gun. That along with the whole WCW have kissed the girls worldwide and made them cry. Because you see, they were every bit the force. They were WCW. They lived, they breathed, they sweat, they paid the price to be the best. It's never been about the boys. It's always been WWF versus WCW in the office. The boys that have gone out there night in and night out, doing everything that they could to be the very best, and when they chose to do it in their life, these boys are here tonight. They're not going anywhere. You can't hold them in your hands and predict their lives. They are WCW. They've bled and they've sweat. When was the last time you wrestled for an hour? Cut yourself five times. Bled for 45 minutes. When were you there? You weren't. You were never in the dressing room. On the road. 40 days and 40 nights. Bleeding and sweating. Going to the next town. You weren't there. You can't hold these people's lives in your hands. We are the greatest wrestling company of all time. He wants to say it again. You can't control them or their future. And in closing, let him say this. In all his years in the sport, his greatest opponent in this company has been Sting. So tonight, if they're going out, if they're going out on a high note, Stinger, the nature boy wants you right here because his greatest opponent, Sting, is your last chance to be. And then a Sting chant goes out. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. And Sting, he's the man. He then woos. This was a fantastic promo. Tony says, we have not seen Sting since November, and Ric Flair has challenged Sting to wrestle on the Night of Champions here tonight on Monday Nitro Live. But coming up next, title versus title, champion versus champion, Scott Steiner versus Booker T is next. World title versus U.S. title. Scott Steiner with Medeja versus Booker T. The bell rings and they lock up. Booker with a side headlock into a hammerlock. Steiner with a back elbow. Scott goes for a right hand. Booker blocks and hits a right hand of his own. Then a series of right hands. Scott reverses an Irish whip. Booker ducks a Steiner line and hits a Harlem sidekick. He gets a two count. Booker with an armbar. 
Steiner pushes back to the corner. Steiner with the knee to the stomach of Booker. He then chops Booker. Then a forearm to Booker. He then knocks Booker to his knees with another forearm and Steiner starts yelling at the crowd. Steiner with a corner whip and Booker hits him with a back elbow on the charge. Booker with the clothesline out of the corner. He gets a two count. Booker with a corner whip and a corner clothesline. Booker then hits Steiner with punches in the corner. Steiner picks Booker up and slams him down. Steiner gets a two count. Steiner throws Booker to the outside. Medeja kicks and attacks Booker. Steiner drops a double axe handle on Booker from the apron. Steiner grabs his leg pipe and swings at Booker, who ducks, and Steiner hits the post. Steiner grabs Booker and throws him back inside. Steiner with an Irish whip and clotheslines Booker. He then drops an elbow on Booker. Steiner then shows off by doing some push-ups. He wants referee Nick Patrick to count them. He slams Booker into a turnbuckle as a Booker T-chant goes out. He chops Booker in the corner. Booker fights back. Steiner hits a belly-to-belly suplex. He gets a two-count. Steiner mad at Patrick over the count. Steiner grabs Booker's arms and pulls back while having his boot in Booker's back. Booker is fighting it and won't give up. Booker fighting to get back to his feet again as a Booker T chant goes out again. Booker almost has the hold broken and Steiner hits him with a knee to the back. Steiner goes to run Booker into the corner, but Booker blocks it and hits a back elbow to Steiner. He then punches Steiner several times. He Irish whips Steiner, but drops his head too early and Steiner hits him with a forearm to the back. Steiner goes for a backdrop. Booker lands on his feet. Booker drop kicks Steiner. Steiner goes to punch Booker, who blocks it and punches Steiner. Steiner tries to reverse an Irish whip, but Booker holds on and hits a knee to the stomach. Booker hits the ghetto blaster scissors kick. Booker hits a flapjack on Steiner. Booker with a spinneroonie and hits another Harlem sidekick. Booker goes for the bookend. Steiner reverses it into a Northern Lights fisherman suplex. He gets a two count. Steiner goes for a powerbomb. Booker spins, lands on his feet, and hits the bookend. He gets the pin. New WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Booker gets up on a turnbuckle and raises both championships high. We then get scenes from Spring Breakout 2001. Vince McMahon is shown on the phone. He says, you're the attorney. He says of all the locations they could choose, they chose their final broadcast to be some redneck beer joint down at some place in the panhandle of Florida. Now how appropriate is that? They then showed the finish of the last match and Booker T becoming the new WCW champion. Three count Evan Courageous and Shannon Moore versus the Young Dragons Kaz Hayashi and Yang versus the Filthy Animals Rey Mysterio and Kidman. The action is fast in this one. Courageous with a slam on Hayashi. Yang with a slam on Courageous. Ray with a springboard kick to Yang. Then Ray with a springboard flip to Yang on the outside. Everybody hitting moves to other wrestlers on the outside. Moore with a corkscrew dive from the top rope to the other wrestlers on the floor. Kidman hits a kamikaze onto the group. Ray and Yang are back in the ring. Ray with the tilt-a-whirl head scissors. Ray goes for another move, but Yang drives him jaw first into the turnbuckle. Yang goes up top and hits Yang time onto Ray. Kidman dives and breaks up the count. Kidman goes for the kid crusher on Yang, but Courageous grabs Kidman. He then hits the Famouser, but gets hit with a super kick by Hayashi. 
The young dragons with a double team power bomb, but Courageous makes the save. Courageous with a neck breaker, then a scoop slam and a 450 splash to Cass, but Kidman makes the save. Kidman with an Irish whip, Courageous hangs on, so Kidman comes and hits Courageous with a crossbody to knock them both over the top rope to the floor. Ray puts Moore in the corner of the ring and goes for a splash, but Moore gets his boot up. Moore with an Irish whip, Ray spins around and backdrops Moore over the ropes. Moore lands on the apron and hits Ray with a forearm. Moore with a shoulder block. Ray hits him with some forearms and goes to and hits a top rope drop kick and gets the pin. Vince McMahon is shown on the phone again saying he's a good talent when someone knocks on the door. Trish Stratus comes in with champagne and two glasses. Vince tells whomever it is on the phone that he will have to call them back. He welcomes Trish who says she thought a celebration toast would be in order. Vince said, look at the pair of glasses you have here and you know if we really want to celebrate though, this is a very special occasion. So if they want to celebrate, the real way to celebrate is this baby. He then starts kissing her. The camera pans away. Tony Schiavone shows highlights of Chavo Guerrero and Shane Helms wrestling. WCW Cruiserweight Championship match. Shane Helms versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. The bell rings and Guerrero attacks and gets a waist lock right away. He drives Helms into the corner and hits some forearms to the back. He then kicks Helms several times in the stomach. Helms blocks a right hand shot and hits several right hands of his own. Helms reverses and puts Guerrero in the corner and slaps him several times. Guerrero reverses a corner whip. Helms comes out of the corner and sends Guerrero face first into the knee and then Helms hits a flying net breaker. He gets a two count. Helms with an Irish whip but drops his head too early and Guerrero kicks him in the face. Guerrero with a clothesline to Helms over the top rope to the floor. Guerrero goes outside and throws Helms back into the ring. He gets back inside the ring and hits Helms with a belly-to-back suplex. Guerrero with the kick to Helms in the corner and puts Helms on the top rope. He tries to superplex Helms off the top rope, but Helms blocks it and slams Guerrero to the mat. Helms gets a sunset flip for a two count. Helms ducks a clothesline attempt. Helms with slaps to Guerrero. Guerrero reverses an Irish whip and clotheslines Helms for a two count. Guerrero chops Helms out to the apron. Guerrero tries to suplex Helms back into the ring, but Helms blocks it and Guerrero hits Helms with some right hands. Helms runs Guerrero into the turnbuckle. Helms goes up top and hits a crossbody on Guerrero. He gets a two count. Guerrero ducks a clothesline attempt. Helms hits a kick to the midsection. Helms goes to scoop slam Guerrero, who slips behind and T-Bone suplexes Helms. He gets a two count. Helms blocks a suplex attempt and slips behind Guerrero. Several reversals by both men. Guerrero hits a northern light suplex. He gets a close two count. Guerrero chops Helms up against the ropes. Helms reverses an Irish whip and Guerrero comes back and slides through Helms' legs. Guerrero tries for a sunset flip. Helms sits down on Guerrero and hooks his legs. He gets a two count. Helms with a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker on Guerrero. Helms with a series of right hands to Guerrero. Helms with a corner whip and goes for a super kick. Guerrero ducks it. Several reversals. Helms shoves Guerrero into a corner. Helms hits the sugar smack super kick. Helms goes for the vertebraker, but Guerrero slips out of it. Guerrero goes for a suplex, but Helms slips out of that. 
Helms hits the vertebraker and pins Guerrero. They show Booker T backstage. He says he has a lot of mixed emotions right now, but now being the world heavyweight champion, the U.S. heavyweight champion, closing WCW, he would like to say this may be the end of a chapter, but there are more pages left in his book. So let me tell you this. From this point on, he will prove that he is the best that this business will have to offer. And if anybody wants to test him, step to him like a man. But he will tell you this. He will prove that he is the best to each and every sucker. And he, like he always says each and every time, don't hate the player, hate the game. Mr. McMahon and Trish Stratus are shown on the couch as Michael Cole comes in. Vince says you would interrupt me at a time like this. Cole apologizes, but says he just wanted to get Mr. McMahon's reaction. Quite frankly, many people, WCW fans, are concerned that they may never see their brand of sports entertainment again, and WCW wrestlers are concerned that they may never compete again. Vince says, is that right? He then asks Cole how he feels about his job security. He then tells Cole to get the hell out of here. He does, and Trish says she loves that he was so forceful like that. Vince says he'll toast to that. He says here's the being forceful. WCW World Tag Team Titles Match. Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo versus Team Canada Lance Storm and Mike Awesome. O'Hare and Storm start. Storm gets a side headlock. O'Hare reverses it into a wrist lock and throws Storm into a corner. Palumbo tagged in and he slaps Storm. Palumbo reverses an Irish whip. Palumbo leapfrogs Storm, who comes back with a crossbody attempt. But Palumbo catches him. Palumbo with a fallaway slam and then hits Awesome on the apron. He turns around and gets hit with a super kick by Storm. Awesome tagged in. Storm with a snap mare and Awesome slingshots himself onto Palumbo for a two count. Awesome with a corner whip, but Palumbo leapfrogs backwards to avoid the charge in. Palumbo with a big forearm to Awesome. Palumbo with a corner whip, but Awesome jumps to the second rope and hits a wicked looking back elbow. Awesome then turns around and hits O'Hare. O'Hare tries to come in, but gets cut off by the referee. Storm comes in and hits Palumbo several times. Palumbo with a huge smack to Storm. Storm goes to dropkick Palumbo, who catches his legs and sends him jaw first into the turnbuckle pad and gets a modified sunset flip for a two count. Storm rolls out and kicks Palumbo in the face. A double count going. Both O'Hare and Awesome tagged in. O'Hare cleaning house, hitting both Storm and Awesome. O'Hare with an Irish whip. Awesome ducks a clothesline attempt. He comes back and O'Hare catches him and drives him down to the mat. He gets a two count, but Storm breaks up the pin attempt. Palumbo comes in and punches Storm. All four men in now. O'Hare and Palumbo try to corner whip Team Canada into each other, but Awesome reverses his and O'Hare tries to clothesline Storm, who slides out of the way. Awesome clotheslines O'Hare and tries to clothesline Palumbo, who ducks but runs right into a super kick by Storm. Team Canada with a double Irish whip. Palumbo ducks a double clothesline attempt, and O'Hare grabs Storm's legs and pulls him out of the ring. Awesome ducks a clothesline attempt and goes for an awesome bomb. Palumbo slips out and ducks a couple of clothesline attempts and super kicks Awesome. O'Hare hits the Shantan bomb and pins Awesome. Stacy Keebler gets in the ring. She asks how many young, tanned college hunks want to see her dance right now. They cheer. She says, you want to see me take it off? They cheer again. She says, well, sorry, she's not here to dance tonight. She's here to once again introduce us to the Sean and Stacy show 
and now she wants to introduce us to the man that rocks her world, the mecca of manhood, Sean the Star Stasiak. Tattoo match, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Sean Stasiak with Stacy Keebler. Loser gets a tattoo. Stasiak tells the people to shut up, listen, and learn. He gets interrupted by Bigelow's music. He comes out with the case that contains the tattoo tools. He gets in the ring with the case, but the referee grabs it before he can hit Stasiak with it. Stasiak attacks Bigelow. The bell rings and Stasiak with a forearm shots to Bigelow. Stasiak with an Irish whip, but Bigelow catches his leg. He spins Stasiak around and then clotheslines him. Bigelow with a corner whip. Stasiak moves on the charge in and hits Bigelow with a big clothesline. Stasiak climbs up top and goes for a crossbody, but Bigelow moves out of the way. Bigelow with a scoop slam and goes up top and hits a flying headbutt. Keebler gets up and distracts referee Billy Silverman on the apron. Bigelow gets up to see what's happening. He ducks a Stasiak clothesline attempt. He picks Stasiak up and puts him on his shoulder for greetings from Asbury Park. But Keebler grabs Stasiak's leg to stop it. Stasiak slips out, hits a high knee on Bigelow, and hits the hangman's noose neckbreaker to get the pin. William Regal shows Mr. McMahon his WrestleMania shirt. Vince says it's a very nice shirt. Now you wanted to see me? Regal says he heard McMahon was buying WCW and asked him if he was really sure he wanted to do that. He says he knows quite a lot about that place. It's a bloody awful place. The nonsense that goes on there is unbelievable. He means he doesn't want to second guess Vince McMahon, but is he certain? It has a stench in the air, and he wouldn't want to cause Vince McMahon any trouble or get above himself. Vince says, thank you very much, Commissioner. I'm on the case, though. Regal says, I'm sure you are. He then thanks McMahon and leaves. DDP is shown from earlier in the day and says in the words of the Grateful Dead, what a long, strange trip it's been. But he has loved every second of it and wouldn't trade it for anything. Tonight, on this historic eve, he thought he needed to thank all the wrestling fans from around the world for letting a kid from the Jersey Shore, Paige Joseph Falkenberg, become Diamond Dallas Page. The guy they said would never make it, but did. And that only proves one thing, that if you want it bad enough and you're willing to work for it, anything is possible. It's not really the promoters who decide who's over, it's the fans. So, not just the fans in general. He wants to thank the WCW wrestling fans and his wife Kimberly for believing in him and helping him live his dream. Is that dream over? He doesn't think so. He thinks now is the time to take it to another level. He then looks at the camera and says thank you. A look at WCW champions and wrestlers through the years. Vince McMahon shown on the phone. He says whatever you say, I'm with you on that. He then says it's just about that time. He's going to go get ready and hangs up. WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship match. Primetime and Kid Romeo versus Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman. Tony Giovanni rips William Regal as the match begins as a rib to Regal who he is great friends with. Primetime and Kidman start. Primetime with a forearm in the corner. Primetime with a corner whip. Kidman goes to leapfrog the charge in. Primetime catches his legs and Kidman head scissors out of the move. Kidman with a forearm. Primetime reverses an Irish whip, and Kidman grabs Primetime and holds him up for Mysterio to hit a flying dropkick. Kidman goes for a pin attempt, but Romeo breaks it up. 
Primetime reverses another Irish whip and belly-to-belly suplexes Kidman. Romeo tagged in and double-teams Splash on Kidman. Romeo then knocks Ray off of the turnbuckle. That brings Ray in, only to get cut off by the referee allowing Romeo to kick Kidman. Primetime also comes in and kicks Kidman. Romeo with the corner whip. Kidman gets his foot up on the charge. Kidman comes out of the corner and Romeo kicks him in the midsection and does a powerbomb like suplex to Kidman. Primetime tagged in. He hits a couple of forearms to Kidman and Irish whips him. Kidman ducks a clothesline attempt. He ducks another one and Kidman comes back with a crossbody. He gets a two count but Primetime bridges out. Spinning heel kick to Kidman by Primetime. Kid Romeo tagged back in. Romeo goes up top but gets drop kicked by Kidman in midair as he comes off. Ray and Primetime both tagged in. Ray with a top rope springboard. Romeo in and he gets Irish whipped by Ray. He kicks Romeo and Tilt-A-Whirl DDTs Romeo. He then covers Romeo for a two count, even though Primetime is the legal man. Primetime Irish whips and backdrops Ray into Romeo's arms. Ray punches Romeo in the head and they both go outside and to the floor. Kidman forearms Primetime in the corner. He then goes down on all fours to allow Ray to run and jump off of Kidman to hit Primetime with a flying forearm. Ray then nails the Bronco Buster on Primetime. Romeo comes in, knocks Kidman down, and knocks Ray to the outside. Romeo with a double underhook drop on Kidman. He gets a two count, but Ray in to make the save. Ray hits a powerbomb on Romeo. Ray with a swan dive headbutt. Primetime breaks up the pen attempt. Primetime picks Ray up, then several reversals by both looking for position. Primetime gets Ray in a bridging German suplex for a two count, but Kidman breaks up the pin. All four men in the ring. Ray head scissors Romeo out of the ring. Kidman escapes the play of the day and hits the Kid Crusher on Primetime to get the pin. New WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Champions, the Filthy Animals. Sting is in the back in a room with a bunch of baseball bats hanging from the ceiling. He says, surprise, surprise, Sting is back. Did you think I was going to miss this night? Not for nothing when I missed this night. This is a historic night. One more dance with the nature boy, Ric Flair. We started it years ago, Rick, and tonight we're going to end it once and for all. And for all you fans out there who are wondering what the future holds for Sting, well, the only thing for sure about Sting is nothing's for sure. It's showtime, folks. More 2001 Spring Breakout video. Vince McMahon is shown walking down the hall. Ric Flair versus Sting. One last time. Flair out first. He didn't want to wrestle that night and comes out in a robe, tights, boots, and a t-shirt. They talk about all that Sting has done for WCW over the years and the loyalty he had for WCW. The bell rings. Flair woos. Sting yells as well. Good times. They circle each other and lock up. They break. They lock up again. They go to the corner. Sting pushes Flair off. Flair complains to referee Charles Robinson and pushes him, and Robinson pushes back. They lock up again. Flair with a side headlock. Sting pushes off. Shoulder blocks Flair down. Flair with another rush, and Sting with another shoulder block. Test of strength, and Sting makes Flair cry out of pain, in pain. Flair with an eye poke. Flair drives Sting to the corner and chops him. 
then is shot to Sting. Then chops him several more times. Sting reverses it and starts to kick Flair in the corner. He hip locks Flair out of the corner. Sting then drop kicks Flair. Flair rolls to the outside to regroup. A Stinger chant goes out. They lock up again. Flair with a side headlock. Sting pushes off. Flair comes back with a shoulder block. Flair runs the ropes. Sting tries to leapfrog, but Flair backs away and begs off. Sting just smiles, and Flair struts. They lock up. Flair with a kick to the midsection, and Sting reverses an Irish whip. He gorilla presses Flair and slams him down. Flair backs to a corner, and Sting hits a series of corner punches. Flair does the face-first flop. If you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Flair chops Sting. Sting grabs Flair by the throat. Flair low blows Sting. Sting falls to the mat in pain. Flair stomps Sting. He then chops Sting in the corner. He snaps Mayor Sting out of the corner. He then drops a knee on Sting. He chops Sting back down. Sting comes back. Flair with another chop and snap Mare. Flair goes up top, but gets caught and slammed off. Sting then clotheslines Flair a couple of times. Sting with an Irish whip, but misses the drop kick when Flair holds onto the ropes. Flair puts the figure four on. Sting fighting it, and Flair uses the ropes for leverage when Charles Robinson isn't looking. Flair gets a two count. Sting still fighting it. Another two count. Sting drags Flair to the middle of the ring so he can't use the ropes anymore. Sting reverses the move so Flair breaks the hold. Flair chops Sting. Shots and chops are not having any effect on Sting. Sting hitting Flair in the corner. Corner whip to Flair. He goes upside down in the corner. Sting puts Flair on the top rope and hits a superplex. Sting gets the Scorpion Deathlock on. Flair gives up, and Sting wins the last WCW match on Turner Television. Sting helps Flair up, and they embrace in the ring. They shake hands and embrace again as the announcers put both men over hard. It switches to the Raw feed for the simulcast abruptly. Vince McMahon is introduced by Lillian Garcia. McMahon says for the first time ever in sports entertainment history, this broadcast is not only being seen here on TNN in Cleveland, Ohio, but it's also being seen on TNN. Vince goofs here, meaning TNT. He does say Turner Network Television. He says now there's only one way that can happen. There's only one way and one man that can make history like this happen. Obviously, you all know that he has acquired WCW. That's right. He bought his competition. Now then, that's not exactly final. It is and it isn't. You see, the only thing is Time Warner can't sell that property to anyone else because nobody else knows what to do with it. So therefore, this is what's going to happen. Time Warner is practically begging him to buy WCW and he has agreed. There's only one small caveat that they're hearing for the first time and that is this. Time Warner, they've signed the contract and he will sign the contract. But he will sign it this Sunday on pay-per-view at WrestleMania. And he will sign it when Ted Turner himself walks down the aisle at WrestleMania and delivers the contract in front of him. He says, some would say, geez, Vince, how did you do it? How did you do it, Vince? You were up against this media conglomerate, Time Warner. You were up against a billionaire. How could you possibly do this? Well, some might say that he had a little help along the way with certain WWF superstars and things of that nature. But quite frankly, the truth is he did it all on his own. The crowd boos mildly. It was his effort, he says. It was his money. And it was like, okay, Vince, how could you possibly be the billionaire? 
where there's only one answer to that, and that's become one yourself. So now you have to understand when Ted Turner walks down the aisle at WrestleMania and practically begs him to sign the contract, he's going to do it and then reserve a seat for Ted. He's going to put him right over here, right in the corner, because he wants Ted Turner to watch what he does to his very own son, Shane. Some would say, come on now, Vince, don't boo him. Some would say, Vince, you can't do that to your son. He's your flesh and blood. But you got to understand what it means to be a competitor. Nobody understands that better than he does. Because you've got to grab your competition by the throat, and you've got to squeeze the life out of your competition. Just like he did to WCW. And just like he's going to do to his son Shane this Sunday. Also, by the way, may he add, in his corner will be his charming and lovely daughter Stephanie, his companion Trish, and Trish will wheel down in a wheelchair his very own wife Linda. And they're going to park Linda right over here in this corner. And Linda's going to watch what he does to Shane McMahon this Sunday at WrestleMania. He says, What should he do with WCW? Well, there are a lot of things that he could do with it. He might like to have some input from the fans here in a moment. He says he could take WCW and put it on the shelf. He says he could watch tapes of Hogan posing and then makes fun of Hogan. He says he could watch them say how they're going to bury the WWF. He would get a great deal of pleasure just sitting there watching night after night because there's an old expression. They used to laugh at the WWF, but the old expression says, He who laughs last laughs best. And you can see he's not exactly laughing, but he's got a real big smile on his face. Then again, if we don't take WCW and put it on the shelf, we could do something else with it. We could take WCW and turn it into this huge media conglomerate, much like the World Wrestling Federation Entertainment is today. They know how to do that. But if they do that, he's wondering, well, who should be a part of this WCW? Maybe the crowd should help him out here. When he gives you a thumbs up or a thumbs down, assuming they would want to acquire some of those stars. Let's start with Hulk Hogan. The crowd is mostly positive. Lex Luger, the crowd is mostly negative. Buff Bagwell, the crowd is positive. Booker T, positive. He says they are a mixed group. Big Papa Pump, positive. He says he doesn't know if the crowd has helped him, but let him say this. The crowd starts chanting Goldberg. He says, there are a few others, all right. Sting, positive. Goldberg, overwhelming positive. He says, well, this is very interesting because he had a choice to make tonight. And that choice was coming here before you in Cleveland and quite frankly, gloating. He thinks he's doing a very good job of at the moment. Or he could, instead of gloating, what he could have done was get in his plane and assuming they have an airport there. Fly down to the Redneck Riviera, Panama City Beach, Florida, and walk out there and give every WCW star a piece of his mind because that's what he really wants to do. How appropriate is it that WCW's last broadcast is in a beer hall? How appropriate is that? Surrounded by a bunch of beer drinking rednecks. The crowd cheers and Vince says there are obviously a few here tonight, but nonetheless, he's opted to come before the crowd. He came here instead of going there lining all those stars up so that he can look right in their face and say Goldberg, Booker T, and all the rest of them to look them right in the face and say, you're fired. That's exactly what's going to happen because WCW is going on the shelf. It's going nowhere. WCW is buried. WCW will remain buried. 
just like anybody here in this arena or anyone in the world that gets in his way. Every single one of you, when you attempt to compete with him, and that includes his son Shane, and he's not too proud to say it, every single one of you will be buried, just like WCW is buried. The crowd starts chanting asshole, and he says, don't you start with that. Damn it, he's Vince McMahon. Damn it, he owns WCW. He owns the WWF, and you will treat him with respect. The crowd boos. He threatens to walk out of the arena. Vince's music hits, and Shane's entrance video is on the Titan Tron. Vince thinks he is there and wants him to come to the ring and fight. They then show Shane walking to the ring at Nitro. Paul Heyman and Jim Ross on commentary on Raw can't believe Shane is at Nitro. Vince says, Shane, where are you? Shane says, what's up, Vince? Surprise, Dad. You're in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm here in Panama City Beach, Florida, standing in a WCW ring. And as usual, Dad, your ego has gotten the best of you. Your ego has gotten the best of you. He means that. You wanted to finalize this deal for WCW at WrestleMania? You had the audacity to add Ted Turner himself to come down and finalize that deal? Well, Dad, that's just the opportunity that he was looking for. Because the deal is finalized with WCW. And the name on the contract does say McMahon. However, the contract reads Shane McMahon. JR says he doesn't believe it. Shane says that's right. I now own WCW. The crowd cheers. He then says, and dad, just like WCW did in the past, how it kicked your ass in the past, and it will again, that's exactly what's going to happen to you this Sunday at WrestleMania. He then raises his fist, and JR says, I can't believe what I just heard. Shane McMahon has bought WCW, and Mr. McMahon is in shock. Nitro copyright credit and Vince looking shocked. They preview what's coming up on TNN for the rest of Raw. Then the good night and goodbye satellite sign as the end of an era comes. Final thoughts. Even though WCW had fallen hard the past few years it was around, this was really sad to see. Many shut off their TV sets and never watched wrestling again. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 